Welcome back to Snackcast. What's up, people? How was your yeah. weekend? Good. It was good. All right. A lot of working stuff, but... Yeah. <laughs> you seem ne- thrilled. Ne- never, never a dull day for Johnny, who works his butt off all the time. I had a great weekend. Good for you. My uh, wife was out of town. Checkbox one. <laughs> Played golf with Kelly my father. Kelly didn't see this. 77th birthday. Nice. Um, with my father and my two boys. So it was, it was a good weekend. He's a healthy, healthy sprout. He's doing well. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And if you need any framing expertise from Hobby Lobby yep. in Lakeland, Florida, he is your guy. Yes, he is. <laughs> so uh, we're back on to our infamous book. Yep. Uh, Lies My Doctor Told Me. Yep. Dr. Ken Berry. It's so, a good one, man. I like uh, the book. Yeah, and this is uh your this is this is right up your alley. Are right, you ready? Let's the, hear it. The lie Let's of the hear day. The lie. the lie of the day. So you must eat plenty of carbohydrates each day, or your brain and other body parts will not have enough energy to function properly. Sounds like I drop an arm and an elbow and a leg and if I don't eat the carbs, body parts are going to fall off. Yeah. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's definitely a, a misconception, right? That that you know the brain needs sugar, and you know that it's the energy that runs the body, and it can be right, but it doesn't have to be. Well, let me let me uh, remind you to circle back around towards the end of this because I want to add a little two cents, a little theory that I have about about this. Okay. But so if. So why why is this important, right? If it's good for you, if carbs are good for you, you want to eat more of them. Right. If they're bad for you, the glucose can lead to excess carbs can lead to all kinds of things. Diabetes, weight gain, inflammation. Yep. And so, not to mention carbs are all often coupled with gluten. Breads, right. pastas, etc. The, the other things that are bad. The for double aim. Right? So where does this lie come from, Scott? Would you believe me if I told you it's perpetuated in large part by big food? No. No. No way. So they, they do learn in med school that, that the body can create energy from fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like once they get out into the real world and they're practicing physicians, you know, they, they kind of uh, um, run. Maybe it's just the simple narrative. I was going to say, it's probably not all evil from a physician right. perspective. That whole balanced diet has a good ring to it. Right. You it, know? Right. And they're, you know, the playbook says that's what they're supposed to, And the, you know. The food pyramid triad. My plate. Octagon. Yeah. My plate. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, he doesn't cite any, any proof to this here, but he does say that most of your nutritional schools mm. and he really doesn't go into detail, but he says they're mostly sponsored by big food. I don't know what he means. Is that university? Is that private? Um, I know that anything connected with the FDA has to, you know, the, the, our public schools have to abide by my plate right. and give so many. So I'm not really sure what he meant by that, but right. he does. He claims that, um, it it's big food that's driving a lot of the nutritional narrative. Well, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually saw a little meme over the weekend. It was uh, anti-my plate, if you would, and it said, name another school or another country where you have milk, 
a cheeseburger, french fries, and bread by 11 a.m. And this is what they're putting on your kids' plates yeah. at the local high school. Yeah, at 10.30. Right. 10:30. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk, right. <laughs> so, so, all right, let's talk about the lie a little more, right? So... Any any particular I'm setting you up here. Any particular groups of people who have done no carbohydrates, low carbohydrates. He he mentions multiple um, indigenous groups, tribes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you say it. Inuit. Inuit. Yep. The Inuits were out into of, it. I did the qu- I, the quicken. <laughs> That's what I wrote I, down. <laughs> but it's Inuit. Right. And they, they were in a cold environment, um, right. and um, they ate a lot of like whale. Seal, whatever mammal you you could imagine, and it was a cold enough environment that you couldn't grow anything. Right, there was, it's the frozen tundra. Right, so all they ate was fatty meat, and there was a dude that went there, Wilhelmer Stephenson. Thank you, because I was not going to remember. <laughs> I think it's Wilmer. Okay, Americanize it. Well, he Wilmer. went there what to study them? He, yeah, he was an anthropologist, from what I from I, what I gather, and he stayed there with them an extensive period of time, and was amazed by their health. Right. I mean, all they their diet, all they ate was fatty animals. Right. Does it all they ate? There right. was literally nothing else. Maybe the occasional root vegetable or berry in like the summer bring deep summer right, right where they could grow it. and that was very from what it said it was like it was almost like a treat and it was very it was very little it wasn't long yeah. in nature before i mean i think about like alaska where the winter is like 22 hours a day of yeah. no sunlight type of stuff i mean yeah. you, can, you don't grow anything no, so you know that was one he mentioned, and, and even this Wilhelm guy, Vil, what's his name? Yeah, Vil Vilmer Stephenson. <laughs> he um he came back to the states and tried to you know tell everyone about hey right hey screaming it from the rooftops right, and they they like vilified him they they Vilmerified him they Vilmerified him so so yeah then he can, then he had to prove his point right and didn't he go on a diet for a year over or so a year and, with and nothing say, hey but, monitor monitor me and no side yep, effects so, nothing but fatty proteins so he went on to prove that um, is that symbolic though of just the when when the he talks about it in prior chapters when there's an official narrative it's like turning a cruise ship at sea I mean it just it, to, to Get the opinion going the other direction is almost impossible. Gosh, yeah, there are those certain stages of of proving that point, right? It's like the first you're vilified, then you're laughed at, then you're like disregarded, then your fact starts to turn the corner, and then people like after you're it's like an artist after you're dead and in the ground, they go. <laughs> Maybe he had something. Right. If you're lucky, if it's not forgotten completely. Well, and again, know. I mean, so, you know, you, you mentioned big food. So what's what's the big lobby against this? I mean, we've talked about this before is it's expensive to keep meats on the shelf. Yep. I mean, it's they throw out a lot. It rots. If it rots, you know, Wally World doesn't want it on the shelf. I mean, that's the real honest to goodness truth. Yeah, uh, well, and, and outside and, of the meat packing plants, big food doesn't make money on natural product. Right. I'm not saying there's not money to be made. I've never met a broke rancher. But, <laughs> right. You know, it, it's – um. I shouldn't say that, I guess. Uh, no, there's quite a few broke ranchers. Right. Right. You know, especially nowadays where they're becoming uh, it, it, hugely events, industrialized. Right, right. right. But – um. 
So, so what about the body? So the body doesn't need sugar. It doesn't need carbs. It has to have glucose without a doubt, but the body makes it naturally. So if, if, if I'm not eating it, I get it naturally. Where does that come from? Liver. Liver does its job. And, uh, it's, so I've told you before, my oldest is diabetic Mm -hmm. and, um, there, there can be an episode where the blood sugar can get so low that he would go comatose in theory. Right. Thankfully it's never happened. Um, but we were asking our doctor about it one day and he said, it's almost impossible because if it ever gets that low, yeah, he, he may go, he may, um, lose capacity, but the liver's going to kick in the gear push out all this sugar and sustain life yeah he's going to need to eat something eventually right but the liver is able to um give the body everything it needs so he could go both ways he could go high and yeah. that's dangerous for him yeah. but he could also go low yeah it's not real good and it, low is probably the, the worst of the two um for short-term outcomes but going high that's that's long-term stuff that's you know kidney replacement one day or transplant you you know circulatory <clears throat> problems blindness that's the kind of stuff that's affected by high blood sugar but back on topic sorry so it's all right so so there's literally zero research that that proves that carbohydrates are a necessity for you that's he leads into that he says that point blankly um but so i'm circling back around and then he goes do, you know do what i do uh eat low, eat very little in carbs, eat a carb when you want to kind of thing. He says he eats carbs for taste primarily yeah. and then an occasional treat type of thing. But he he tries to avoid carbs like the plague, um, which led into what I said, circle back around, right? So he says he goes literally four, five, six days and, and very similar. I think the body, and this is a Kevin theory all by itself, so don't take this for much more than that. But I think the body has these these fat-burning engines, if you will, right? I mean, we burn fat, right? Then you'll go and eat a carb or two, and you turn into more of a glucose burning. I mean, you can't stay. I guess my point is you can't stay in both both engines at the same time. You yeah, can't, I think you can't that, burn right. gas and diesel at the same time. You want to burn one, right? I would imagine you're right in that assumption. And, and I think it's why the my plate doesn't work right, is your body is either in fat burning mode or your body is either in glucose burning mode. This is, again, a theory of mine. And when when you're in glucose burning mode and you eat fat, your body has to store that fat somewhere else and says, I'll get to it when I turn into fat burning mode. And when you're in glucose burning mo- or, or fat burning mode, it's the same thing. All of a sudden you eat some sugars and it goes, hey, I need to deal with this right now. So forget about storing the fat right or it's going to store the fat and say i'm going to get to it later on yeah so it's one or the other yeah the brain takes a path of least resistance and that is to burn carbs and not produce ketone energy so um he has some research uh or actually some homework homework. let's see so obviously kevin and i are kind of passionate about the whole low carb thing i think it's worked well for for both of us at some level um but here he he points us to two books Real Food Keto, Applying Nutritional Therapy to Your Low-Carb, High-Fat Diet by Jimmy Moore and Christine Moore, NTP. What's NTP? 
in two, I don't know. Yeah, you know me. 2018. <laughs> 2018. This excellent resource helps you form, formulate an ancestral appropriate ketogenic way of eating. Uh, book number two, Eat Rich, Live Long, Mastering the Low-Carb and Keto Spectrum for Weight Loss and Longevity by Evor Cummins and Jeffrey Gerber, MD, 2018. You know, man, I don't, the only thing I'd like to point out is, um, you know, people so often reference keto with weight loss and um and it's considered a diet of sorts and fad diet i think that's i think that's a totally inappropriate way to look at it it is choosing to eat healthy whole foods that are low in carbs and that fuel the body and the mind um i don't think it's something you do for six months to lose 10 pounds it's it's an understanding that a lot of our food supply is literally poison, and I'm going to try and eat as naturally as I can in the way our ancestors did. Soapbox moment over. Wow, dude, that was deep. <laughs> that was deep. It was good. It's a way of life. And well, to I, your point, I hate I it when people go, so you're on a diet or you do a diet? No, no. It's it poison avoidance. Truly just I choose to eat in a healthy way if, if when possible, you know. That's work. So, all right. All right. Questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See ya.